Support for Low Profiles comes from the Bodak Yellow Gospel Choir. setting this one up. I don't do too many demos via the comment section. I mean, personally, I hate that shit. But I'm always looking for new music. And I got put on to my next guest who pitched me his album. And it was a good sales pitch too. Yo, 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 what up? This is Rob Riley, really. And I'm keeping a low profile with Apollo. I feel like I should say, like, check, check, something like that. You know what I mean? <laughs> Coming to the stage is Stage name, what you do, why Well my name, my stage name and my name is synonymous It's Rob Riley I've gotten the uh, Rob Riley Really moniker from my Instagram A lot of people didn't think that this was the same guy that they grew up with So, you know, I had to say it was really me I'm from North Philly I rep Philly all day long My mother's from North Philly uh, my father's from Sumter, South Carolina. I guess that's where I get my, um, my my tone of voice from, and then my humbleness, and you know a lot of other attributes that I won't go into here because I don't want to go over time. As far as entertainment goes, I started out rapping. I was battle rapping, freestyle rapping at a young age, and it became um, it became something to do. It was like a sport. You know, it was fun. I didn't play basketball, baseball, none of that stuff really. So this became like my sport. And it ballooned from just that portion of, of talent and art into uh, me writing other things and, and uh, producing short films and, uh, you know, videography, uh, photography, any, anything that deals in art. I tried to get into. Um, I, I like doing this for the freedom of speech, freedom of expression. I definitely, um, I'm, I'm a very emotive person, very expressive person, so I try to get that out through my artwork. And being as, um, you know, in this day and age, you know, you, you're free to say whatever you want, so I'm definitely... I'm definitely here for that. Like, this is just my time. You're from Philly. Jazzy Jeff, Fresh Prince, Beanie Siegel, State Property, Young Guns, Meek Mill. What has molded your sound into the music that you make now? Uh, as far as musical influences, let, let me start by saying this. I didn't like rap music at all. Uh, when I was growing up, I was in a household filled with soul music, R&B, uh, jazz, 
things like that. I did not like rap or hip hop music because it was it was too abrasive at the time. It was it was too loud, you know. And I heard, um, you know, I really didn't listen to the words. I just heard noise, so I didn't really like it. Um, that's really what influenced me and the bridge between the soul music and, and R&B and, and funk and stuff like that to hip-hop was when Biggie, uh, Notorious B.I.G., released Juicy. And I remember hearing M. Tume's Juicy, uh, Juicy Fruit, actually. And when I heard him sample, I was like, oh, he's stealing that guy's music. And the lyrics were talking to me, especially the third verse of Biggs, where he says... Uh, Super Nintendo Sega Genesis When I was dead broke But I couldn't picture that Like You know we, we weren't in the I mean My mom made it So we were like Financially stable My mom and dad But We weren't in the best Situations Like they just Made it appear that way Since we were kids um, Cause I, I come from a household of, of Plenty of brothers and sisters Like and, and they just did what they could Anyway You know so I had a Super Nintendo I had a Sega Genesis. I was like, wait a minute, this dude is talking directly to me. Um, so, yeah, I mean, you know, I, I big up all my my, um, my musical family in Philly, it's especially Freeway. Shout out to him. I remember just hearing his unique style. He used to be, uh, he used to chill at my grandma's spot around 6 and Jefferson. And I remember hearing some things from him back then. And I just was like, wow, this dude is like really different. You know, he, he was really expressive and really different his, from his voice to his, um, his you know, his cadence, his, 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 you know, lyrical content. That stuff was really new to me at that time. Um, yeah, as far as molding sound, uh, molding my sound in particular, it had to be the funk music. I, I just like rhythm and, and melody you know, so I try to write in rhythms and melodies. A lot of the times I don't write to beats. I don't. I write the music and um, me and, and my my producer friends, we just we find the BPMs and we make something around what I'm doing. Uh, outside, from, outside of being an artist, I, I'm a jack of all trades, man. Like, I just really like to work with my hands. Um, I was a mechanic... Well, not was. I am a mechanic by trade, an auto mechanic, and that comes from my father and my uncles. Um, yeah, I just like building things. I, I, I've done heating and cooling. I've done. Um, it's just so many like like lighting and, and uh, you know as far as like demo work on houses and, and rebuilding houses, renovation. Yeah, I, I just like to work with my hands, man. And that's what led me into technology because it's just all that on like a smaller scale. You know, you're dealing with uh, chipsets and soldering and, and wiring and stuff like that. And that just sparked something else in me. So I used to take things apart at home and just put them back, rebuild them. How do you balance musicianship and also a work life? Uh, I'm, I'm sort of Batman. You know, when it comes to... No, no, actually... Yeah, yeah, I can say Batman. Because in the daytime, I'm, like, just working hard and, and, and you know, doing what's necessary to sustain my lifestyle. And um, 
And then at nighttime, I'm like a like a hip hop superhero, if you wanna you wanna say that, or you could say that. Yeah, it's pretty much like night and day. Um, and you know, I still make time for family. I still make time for friends. Uh, most of my friends are in entertainment or in uh, music, in the music industry. So, I mean, that just makes it better to kick it with them and do something that I love to do. I also, uh, you know, love getting down with with producers and, and just writing other songs. Like, I don't just do rap and hip-hop music. I like to write pop and R&B and just, you know, just different things, just to test my pen. Relate, season one. Tell me about your album, man. Ah, Relate, season one. That was a a feat in the making. I've been crafting this album for several years. Um, I wanted to make a completely relatable, hence the name Relate, a completely relatable experience through music because I remember experiencing music and relating to certain aspects. Now, I, I can't say that all the soul and, and funk that I was hearing I was relating to because they had some deep themes, man. Uh, but you know, as a kid, I, you know, I picked things out and, and I related to certain things, certain aspects of music. And that's where um, hip hop really came back into play around like 93, 94, is just hearing that Juicy record in the passenger seat of my sister's Cougar at the time. And I was like, wow, like this, this record is amazing because I was just hearing somebody literally speak to me as a kid, as a kid in 94. So I wanted to tell my stories and, and tell of my journeys. Like it's a 10 year span of, of experiences and, and ups and downs bottled into this Relate album. And I released it at age 33. That's why the title is R3LAT3. And you know, it makes up Relate, but it has that 33 because that's really significant to me. And it was like all of my experiences up until then in about 36 minutes of nonstop music. Um, I work, I chose to work with a single producer on this project because I wanted it to sound, um, I wanted it to sound cohesive. And uh, my producer touch, his, his name is uh, Brian Collins. Shout out to him, B Collins, Big B. He... Um, I, I met him in 07 or 08 through another producer friend of mine named Hakeem Flowers. Uh, and the music was just incredible at that time. So we used to go to his basement in Delaware and just craft the most ridiculous, crazy ideas that we could. And... It was just fun, man, and I always wanted to work one-on-one -on -one with him. Also, shout out his uh, production partner as well, like um, his production partner, Lil. Anyway, uh, as far as B, uh, yeah, we just we met through a mutual producer, and, and my producer respected him so much. He said, uh, Rob, you need to listen and, and try to work with him. What's the biggest misconception about you or your music? The biggest misconception about me is that I'm an R&B singer. You know, when people see me, sometimes I have, you know, the, the brushed waves or like a curly top or, or, or some kind of haircut. And I'm always like clean cut and 
you know, I'm, 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 a, I'm fit a little bit, you know, I work out here and there, so, uh, shout out to, uh, One Life, One You Fitness with my brother Nick, he's my trainer, anyway, uh, you know, so people think I'm, I'm an R&B singer, until I start spitting that hard, son, like, da-da-da-da, you know, yeah, 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 and they, they looking at me like, wow, such a beautiful creature is, is spitting these, these hard, hard as nails lyrics, also, people think, like, my music is, like, for kids because I, well, not, not necessarily for kids, but they think that it's, um, it's just playing it safe because I like to use words. I'm, I'm a, I'm a writer by nature, so I like words, and I don't need to use cursing a lot. I mean, it's, it's really just sentence fillers for some. It's, it's really bar enhancers for me. Like, if I'm really feeling something, I, like, hit it put a curse word in it but i don't need him i'm a natural writer drowning is a favorite record of mine on the project was the album supposed to reflect certain points in your life you know a lot of people like that drowning record man uh the monkeys no longer roll my back he's on my directly in front of me keeping me company comfortably confronting my inner suffering summoning my inner demons vehemently leaning towards steaming like a locomotive and more commotion i go into convulsions i'm a time explosive exploding always rolling in motion the red-handed culprits knees only but surely going through the motions over and over again and get it out of my head will be a pleasure instead it's lingering and dead like memories of the dead i can't let go of so i drown and all like the orca no that record was a was reflective of a very low point in my life when things weren't going right like me and my mother both got arrested and um I, I managed to make it home, and we, we actually both made it home at the time, and, uh, you know, she was on house arrest, and they came back out and, like, rearrested her, and then she, like, she stayed in jail for five years, so I was going through a lot of um, stuff, you know, raising my, or, or helping to raise my, my younger siblings, and then raising a family uh, alongside that, and, uh, you know, if it wasn't for my sister, Charvon, shout out to her. If it wasn't for her, man, I don't know what would have happened. You know, I started drinking a lot more. Like, I wasn't healthy. I wasn't taking care of myself. You know, I was I was literally drowning, and that's where that record comes from. Um, I just, you know, I, I put a little spins on it here and there to make it more entertaining because it was like the original draft was really depressing. Um, but, yeah, a lot of people really like that record. Do the best cheesesteaks come from Philly? Hmm, cheesesteaks in Philly, I mean, I haven't been to a cheesesteak spot outside of Philly that was better than Philly. I mean, it's it's all about the ingredients, and it's all about the homemade cheesesteaks. I don't really go to, like, these big stores, you know what I mean? Like, I'll, I'll go to, you know, Mom's Kitchen in a minute and, and, and get her to whip up something, because to me, she made the best steaks. Like, I don't, I don't know why she didn't ever want to open a restaurant or a little cheesesteak spot but yeah I'm, 
I want to say since I'm rooted in Philly, like you can't get better than that. And the homemade steaks are way better. Season two, what's it looking like? As far as season two, hell yeah. Like I'm, I'm working on it as we speak. Uh, because I just, I had so many leftover records from the first time. And um, actually Relate is, is like a, um, kind of like a Netflix series. That's why I put it in seasons. You know, I kind of harken back to the days of uh, like Jay-Z and, and Nas, especially Jay with the uh, volume one, volume two, volume three type deal. But I chose to modernize it and put everything in seasons. So it's like you're getting the entire season of an, uh, an entire season of my life with Relate. So yeah, Relate season two is on the way. Follow 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 everything uh, you guys can follow me at rob riley really that's at mark r-o-b-r-i-l-e-y-r-e-a-l-l-y uh, my website is rob riley really.com you can go on there and hear some uh, exclusive music here's some free some some free well all my music is technically free um as far as upcoming events um, I got a few interviews lined up. Um, I got some books coming out. I have this Ripple the Hippo project uh, that I've been working on for a few months. It's a rapping hippo for the kids uh, because I like teaching and, and you know, I really like giving back. So, um, yeah, you know, I got a, got a few things coming. Uh, just follow me on social media. I model. You know, I'm a publisher, an author, an artist, all that stuff. So follow me on social media. You will not be disappointed. Shout to Sound Investment Media. Be sure to like, subscribe, rate, and leave comments on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, and your other preferred streaming service. Make way for the new. Peace.